This is Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross from Outlook Financial Center. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rob and Lori provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Rob Burnett and Lori Gross on Financial Wellness Radio. Welcome to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Rob Burnett from the Outlook Financial Center. Joining me in the studio today is the lead financial advisor and planner in our Troy office, Lori Gross. Good morning, Lori. Hey, good morning, guys. It's good to be here. It's great to be here. And with us, as usual, our fearless radio tour guide. And we started this broadcast a little sooner, but he was singing to us this morning. Our good friend, Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Mr. Tony. I do. You have to admit, I do a great James Taylor. Or maybe not. Way better than Rob does. Yeah, yeah, way better than me. There's no question about that. But that's an awfully low bar, just so you know. Rob, after hearing you sing, I don't even know if you could carry water, let alone a tune. So No, mm. not even close. Yeah. Well, no, it's great to be here. It's a beautiful day, as always, uh, on the show. And Lori, great to have you on as well to keep Rob and I Thank in you. line. But uh, I try. Yeah, great to be here. What are we talking about today, Rob? Well, Tony, our conversation today we're going to talk about is a phased retirement right for you? And so I also want to thank all the folks that are listening in today to uh, hear our broadcast and those who are going to tune in later on our podcast and are streaming on our website at Outlook Financial Center. So what do we mean by a phased retirement? Yeah, that's a great question. This is not phasers. This is not Star Trek. I thought it was Star Trek. Yeah, I figured I'd just run you out of that right now. And You're showing your age. Yeah, I am showing my age, aren't I? Yeah. yeah Tony, but Tony's with oh, me. Oh, I'm totally good. with you. Absolutely. So phased retirement. Well, let's think about the process. One day you're a full-time employee and the next day you're not. That's what retirement can feel like for a lot of folks. And many folks are, are just ready for that experience. We had clients in here uh, this week and the, the wife is officially retired and she couldn't be happier about it. She has no intention of going back to work. Uh, husband's an engineer, and that's a longer story. That's for another time. But some people are just ready for that full retirement scenario. But some folks want to take some baby steps toward that. I mean, we have a lot of our boomer clients that they would just want to go do something else. And something else may or may not include a paycheck. So those steps and how many steps you know, are the planned actions for phasing into retirement? Ah, I see. So today we're going to, I think, Rob, you've set your phasers on stun uh, because you're going to stun us with some of the great information. I'm trying. I'm reaching for an analogy here. Bear with me. Uh, Mitch, our engineer, is going to put cricket sounds in there probably. But, uh, you know, this is an interesting topic. I wondered what you meant by phased retirement. And so uh, obviously uh, a lot of people don't realize, but, you know, if their boss came to him and said, hey, next week, Next week, uh, we're going to have to lay off and you're going to be unemployed for 30 years without a paycheck. So you that's what retirement is, basically. So you want to make sure you do take uh, the right steps. And the thought of retiring, though, for most is appealing. Like, can I do it tomorrow? I want to retire tomorrow. 
<laughs> but I know that uh, retiring like right now for me isn't practical. Uh, but I can still dream, right, of that umbrella drink on yeah, the beach mm-hmm. uh, sure. mm-hmm. in, in the tropics. But uh, I think it's the practical things, like you say, we need to do to prepare for retirement. Uh, and that's what we're going to focus on today, right? Yeah, that's exactly where we're going today, Tony. In fact, people ask me the same question. Can I retire today? And I just look at them with a straight face. Absolutely. Now, the consequences of that decision may not be pretty. Yeah, you can retire but, anytime you want. It's whether you can uh, afford yeah. to. <clears throat> Exactly. So during our conversation today, we're going to talk about several aspects that impact the phasing into retirement, the easing into retirement, if you will. Uh, Employers and their ever-changing working relationships, we're seeing a lot of that going on in the market. A lot of folks have a desire to remain active in some form or fashion. And now we have to also look at adapting your retirement financial portfolio for a change in the cash flow needs. And then there's always that impact of taxes on your social security, your pensions, and taking income from your personal assets. Well, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Uh, I (laughs) thought thought retiring would be easy. I mean, I'm envisioning those old Western movie scenes uh, at the end, you know, where the main character rides off into the sunset (laughs) as my picture of retirement, or in my case, walks onto that beach and gets in the hammock with an umbrella drink. But uh, if I really want that picture of retirement, Rob, it sounds like you're telling me I have to put in some work and do the planning now in order to get there. Um, but uh, so you're saying the government isn't going to take care of this for me? Well, Tony, the government's going to have an impact through Social Security and taxes. But you're going to have to do to stand up for yourself um, to get where you want to be and do some legwork here. Uh, Leaving this to the government will get you what they think you should have, not what you think you Uh, should have. And that's probably not what you want to have happen. No, no. And thanks for setting me straight with that, Lori. I mean, the idea (laughs) that a nameless, uh, faceless bureaucrat uh, is going to tell me how to live in retirement, uh, that doesn't sound appealing. So, So, Lori, where do I start? Well, believe it or not, America has a big labor problem. Unemployment is way down at and near or at historic lows for many dem- demographic groups right now. And the number of job openings is starting to exceed the number of available workers. Um, the skills are, that were required to perform the work of, of the future is requiring a lot of education and training. And, and companies are concerned about a, a massive number of highly skilled workers that are retiring or have reached retirement age. And not only are people that they are at retirement age, they hold all the high level knowledge. Um, And even worse, you know, many industries are experiencing a shortage of workers to fill those gaps. And Tony, on the other side, many of those 50 to 60 something workers, they don't want to retire. Uh, A Merrill Lynch age wave study uh, recently revealed that 72% of pre-retirees over the age of 50 want to continue working in some capacity. So, Tony, that's where the 28% where you are, right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But but you think about it. Nearly three-quarters of Americans don't see themselves traveling the world or working in the yard all day. Well, Rob, we truly do live in interesting times, don't we? I mean... Uh, Before we started seeing the recent economic growth and the huge, you know, record setting stock trends in 2017, I see a lot of uh, older employees being separated by companies and having them be replaced by younger, lower wage employees. And it seemed like wages have stagnated. Is that changing? Well, Tony, it is starting to change. We are seeing some things going on there in the market, in the 
labor um, gross wages are starting to, to climb and to go up. And but right now, this is something that's very rare, but we really do have a win win scenario here. If the companies and we can get uh, the older employees, get both of them on the same page, because really there's a complementary action going on here. The employers have an opportunity to retain employees of retirement age because they want to work. And that's where the phased retirement comes ah, in. I see. And yeah, instead of completely retiring, going fishing, whatever the case might be in the old times, those workers could reduce their hours, uh, only work certain days, move to a less stressful department, or even work for home, take advantage of modern technology. Well, and according to a GAO report, uh, companies report four key benefits to phased retirement. Those being um, retaining highly skilled, knowledgeable workers. That's definitely a benefit to the company. Training and mentoring of the younger, newer employees is taking place. And then ability to tra- to transition workers into their retirement and easier forecasting of future workforce needs for the companies. And for the employee, that same GAO report says that they receive benefits as well, such as the ability to earn income, especially if retirement savings are insufficient, um, remaining mentally and physically active. That's always a good thing. And the ability to put off collecting Social Security longer, making their benefits uh, check larger when they do actually start to draw Social Security. Well, that's that's interesting. I mean, obviously, Social Security plays a big role in people's retirement, but it's not enough to live on. Uh, and we do need benefits. Uh, I know that it used to be better with pensions and things like that, and, and companies would even cover your health care after you retired or or help to cover a portion of it. But a lot of people are kicked off their health care plans and Medicare doesn't cover everything. So uh, this is an interesting concept, but I, I like the idea of a phased retirement. Uh, unfortunately, we have to take a quick break right now. Rob, is there anything you want to add before we do? I do, Tony. Virtually all of us want to retire, and I think we've got agreement on that. But the vision of what retirement looks like is different for every person. So the question we'll ask clients in early in our meeting process is, what does retirement look like to you? And what do you need to do to achieve that retirement that you're dreaming about? So for our radio listeners today, Tony, give us a call at 937-552-9990 or visit our website at OutlookFC. That's Outlook, F is in financial, C is in center.com. Click on the radio tab to receive our complimentary retirement income toolkit. Now, the foundation of that toolkit is broken down into four sections. Income planning, which we're going to spend some time talking about today. Asset allocation, tax planning, and legacy planning. And as you use these tools, remember, you don't have to do this alone. And we can be here to help to give you some guidance. So as a part of this offer, give us a call at that 937-552-9990 number to schedule a one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. We'll go over the toolkit, answer other questions that you have. And we want to encourage you also to explore all the other educational resources on our website and on our Facebook page at Outlook Financial Center. The team here at Outlook Financial Center, we're here, we're with you for the long haul. We want our clients to enjoy smooth sailing and reach the goal we ultimately have for all of our clients. Tony, we're going to be consistent with this. Retire comfortably and remain comfortably retired. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Outlook Financial Center at 937-552-9990 or visit outlookfc.com 
to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Financial Wellness Radio with me, Lori Gross, from the Outlook Financial Center. And in the studio with me today, I have Rob Burnett, the CEO here at Outlook Financial, and our co-host, Tony Shore. And this week, we're talking about, we're actually asking the question, is a phase retirement right for you? So in the first segment of the show, we began discussing some of the issues involved in planning for that retirement of your dreams. And we started exploring the concept of a phased retirement. Uh, Stepping down into full retirement by continuing to work fewer hours in a different arrangement with your employer was one option. Um, The desire of many people to continue working in some capacity to remain mentally and physically active and the benefits of uh, employers and employees of a phased arrangement. Well, you know, I appreciate the recap, Lori, and I'm really intrigued by this idea uh, of a phased retirement and and the aspect that you said earlier, Rob, I think it was you or Lori who said a phased retirement is good for the companies or could be good for companies as well. Uh, that's interesting to me because really that's where the rubber meets the road these days. Uh, are companies embracing this concept of phased retirements? The unfortunate answer, Tony, is not yet. Uh, despite employers hearing that pre-retirement employees aren't ready to leave and they're a clear benefit to the company, Surprisingly, few companies have really embraced this phased retirement concept. A study from the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies found that 77% of the employers believe that their employees plan to continue working after retirement, but only 31% of those companies embrace the concept of phased retirement. And by the way, the GAO report we mentioned earlier, its full title is Phased Retirement Programs, Although Uncommon, provide flexibility for workers and employers. Both the studies agree that phased retirement isn't as common as it should be. Right. Well, I I don't get it, though. The idea of phased retirement, it seems like it would be a win-win for both employers and employees. Why are employers so negative towards it? Well, you know, one of the biggest reasons seems to be the fear of lawsuits, actually. So um, the question comes up of could a company open itself up to litigation if it gives a benefit to employees based on their age? And Ah. because phased retirement often comes with an attractive benefits package, why can't a younger employee work part time and get the perks of a phased employee? So, you know, there's also the management issue. Um, Having employees coming and going on different schedules and working only certain days makes it difficult on company managers who's got to keep the things operational and everything efficient from day to day. And so then we come into the some employers have an embraced modern technology regarding work groups that that aren't in the same location. They feel that they can only manage and work effectively if everything is physically together. And, and working on the same page. And, and of course, some companies aren't overly excited about paying for benefits like health insurance and retirement for employees who are now contributing half as much as they once did. And finally, it's hard to promote somebody when there's somebody else hanging around in, and is doing half of the job for them. You know, Tony, there's a lot of good things for the employers, but there's still some tough issues even for the employees as well in this arrangement. Reduced work hours are likely to mean some reduction in pay and the amount of money moving into their retirement accounts. Uh, a client this past week is adjusting to the fact that the retirement check she's getting is much less than the check she got when she was fully working. I mean, there's an emotional adjustment to that as well. 
there's also the issue of continuing to earn an income if they want to receive Social Security benefits, but they haven't reached full retirement age. Or are they subject to a give back to the Social Security system in addition to taking a penalty for taking their uh, benefit early? And there is an urge for some employers, these are the greedy employers, uh, to continue treating the employees as full-time employees and even though they are only part-time, they expect full-time work from a part-time employee. I've heard that particular complaint. So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, the more we talk about this phased uh, retirement, the more I like it, but it seems like there's a lot of heavy lifting that employees need to do in order to get their employers on board with this. Uh, How does the employee sell it to their boss or their company? Well, if you're one of the almost two-thirds of the pre-retirement workforce that wants to try phased retirement, it is going to take some salesmanship. First of all, make a strong case for how it will benefit the company. What's the win-win for them? That's what you need to explain to that person in charge. Um, Second, consider learning a new skill. Is there another job that may not require full-time hours that would only require a little additional training for you? And does your company need somebody to travel to other offices and train and or evaluate, you know, different positions? Do they regularly hire outside consultants in areas where you have expertise? Think outside of the box, you know, um, angles like these instead of of fighting for your current position, especially if what you do now is clearly a full-time effort and the company isn't going to hire somebody to shadow you even for a short period. Wow. Well, uh, this has been a great topic so far. I mean, you know, we're talking about phasing retirement with a focus on uh, stepping down our employment activity or our our work over time, but it's still about having money in retirement and ensuring that we'll have enough money uh, to last as long as we do and not run out. So how do we parallel that phased retirement idea with an approach to having a retirement income that'll be sufficient. Well, Tony, your question goes to the core of our financial planning process here. Uh, We educate our prospective clients on the risk that they're taking with their current retirement income portfolio using the Rule of 100 and the Color of Money Risk Analysis. And we put every client through that. Um, The objective is to have the prospects understand what they have today and how it compares with what they're comfortable with as far as taking risk is concerned. We discuss their proximity to retirement and their life expectancy, and this is where we introduce the concept of safe money, uh, investment and saving strategies that can endure market downside movements. And your investment and savings choices become much more important as you approach retirement because of the risk due to that sequence of returns. Well, I see what you're saying there. Uh, and, you know, you've mentioned the sequence of returns before, and I always, that makes my head spin because I have to think, okay, what is that now? <laughs> uh, but refresh our listeners and me on what you mean. Absolutely, Tony. Oh, uh, Rob, you're going to take this one. I'm sorry. I, I should have asked you. <laughs> I know you're the sequence guy, right? I'm I'm the sequence guy and the tax guy. <laughs> you like to think so. <laughs> At least I like to think, well, I am the tax guy. Nobody's challenging me for that. No. Mission. No. So, but you think about it in this sequence of returns thing, what we're really saying is investing isn't a set it and forget it endeavor. Your portfolio should change over time as your financial profiles matures. That's a nice way of saying you're getting older. <laughs> Want to be subtle about that. Yeah. But, but when you're younger, you think about it, you can afford to take more risk because you've got a lot of market cycles. You've got a lot of time on your side. 
But as you age, you're more likely to move funds into safer investments. And having a bad market and a big loss early in retirement could cause you to run out of money prematurely. You just don't have time for the market to recover. If this happens to you and your health doesn't support going back to work, then you may have to make some extremely difficult choices regarding your lifestyle and your living arrangements. We as Americans are living longer in retirement, so this issue is something that needs to be specifically addressed versus getting a hypothetical investment strategy that you hope works out. So I appreciate uh, the show so far. I've learned a lot already, and you explained once again sequence of returns to me. I I ask that, I think, almost every show. Um, But since the financial side of retirement isn't a set-it-and-forget-it propositions, how do we use the phased retirement concept, Lori, in our portfolios? This is where balancing risk in the retirement portfolio is so critical. Let's keep two general rules of thumb at mind here. First is the less secure your employment, the more money you want to keep in safe investments. And second is the closer you are to retirement, the more money you want to keep in safe investments. So let's take a look at two groups from a pre-retiree perspective. First are people who are far away from retirement. Uh, For money in IRAs and other retirement accounts, it makes sense to invest for growth and not worry about the market fluctuations. If you have 15 or more years until you're going to use this money, who cares what the market's doing this week, this this month, or even this year? Focus on getting the highest potential long-term return. And then, yeah, that's easy for you to say. Then you look at folks like us that we're a lot closer to retirement. Right, Tony? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, Why do you always include me in that, Rob? (laughs) Because I love you, Tony. (laughs) Yeah. So so that people who are retiring in the next few years, you know, they're looking at having three to 10 years worth of withdrawals in safe investments like money markets, certificates of deposits, uh, treasuries, fixed annuities, things of that nature, because they're getting to the point where they're going to need that money and not let it go away. So one way, and there's there's many ways to creating these safe money uh, strategies, is to create a bond or a certificate of deposit or a fixed annuity ladder where each year as a safe uh, investment uh, vehicle matures, you're reinvested into another and you just keep this rolling over time. And these things typically protect the principal and generate income while they're doing it. And this is where you're gonna get money for your living expenses during some of your early years of retirement. And the strategy of taking a little risk with this portion is going to then free you up for taking a little more risk with the rest of your portfolio because you still want to have some growth in there. You still want to be able to do things. You want to be able to account for inflation, have some protection against that. And so when your growth investments have a good year, one of the things we encourage our clients to do is take some of those profits and use those proceeds to replenish your safe investments that you've been using to fund your living expenses. This strategy is part of our yellow money concept there's that color of money thing again, of actively managing professionally those investments. So you're going to get not only what you want of it, but if you've ridden the market up, let's not ride it back down. Right. Yeah. Don't ride it down. It's fun to ride up, but the the down is not so much fun. Um, now yeah. you've talked about the color of money concept in the past uh, regarding how you utilize that to manage risk and how we can use that. How does that fit in? Does that fit in at all with this phased retirement plan? 
Well, let's do a quick refresher on the colors of money for the folks out there who don't know what we're talking about first. And the colors are, are red, yellow, and green. And red money is, this is traditional market investments that are fully subject to market upsides and downsides. Yellow money, this is the actively and professionally managed money Rob was talking about. It is red money that seeks to minimize the downside impact from market volatility and capture and preserve profits on a recurring basis. And then we have green money, and that's what we call safe money because it has some sort of guarantee behind it. So when is the right time to phase in safe money investment and savings retirements? You should switch to safe investments on a scheduled plan so that by the time you reach retirement, you have enough money in safe investments to meet your income requirements for many years to come. And this is a core feature of our Compass retirement planning process. And Tony, special considerations do come into play in the 10 years prior to your desired retirement age. In that 10-year window, every time your risky investments have a year with above average returns, we, we encourage our clients to take the profits, increase the amount of money you now have allocated to safe investments. We have a system called WealthWatch. That's gonna monitor the system on a daily basis, looking at clients' account values. When we see movements of more than 5%, we get an alert. And when we hit some agreed metrics with our clients, we take profits from this, those accounts and then we do something with those funds. Now, what is do something? I love putting this up on the whiteboard when we do this for clients for the first time. Now, you could go invest into another yellow money investment, or you could move funds into a safe green money savings instrument, or you could buy a sports car or a pontoon boat. <laughs> you know, the whole idea behind this is do something is predetermined. It's part of the plan. We know exactly what we're gonna do when it happens. And so that discipline is gonna allow us to maintain a much better long-term uh, return uh, outcome portfolio as the Vanguard studies have shown, the Russell Investment Management studies have shown, that discipline is such a vital part of a long-term outcome. But unfortunately, most investors don't do that. Instead, they buy risky investments after they've gone up in value and then sell them in a panic after they've gone down in value. They buy high, sell low reversal. Individual investors are just really good at that and it's unfortunate. Right, that is unfortunate. Now, unfortunately, what's really unfortunate is that we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Rob, is there anything you want to add before we go? Uh, Tony, I hope our listeners uh, got something of value to them from our show today. Um, some new ideas on how to look at retirement and phasing into it. We offer our retirement income toolkit for the clients, to, for the listeners today. Go to our website, outlookfc.com, or give us a call at 937-552-9990. We'd love to go over the toolkit with you. Schedule at one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation. Get your questions answered with a goal in mind of retiring comfortably and remaining comfortably retired. All right. Well, that's a great, great offer. Listeners, take them up on that. And we're out of time. So that does it for today's episode of Financial Wellness Radio with Rob Burnett and Lori Gross. Thank you for listening to Financial Wellness Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Rob Burnett or Lori Gross at Outlook Financial Center. Call 937-552-9990 or visit their website at outlookfc.com.
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Outlook Financial Center, LLC. Wellness Investment Advisors, LLC and Outlook Financial Center, LLC are affiliated companies. Rob Burnett and Outlook Financial Center are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.